You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, it's a Thursday here in Pittsburgh. This is the day, like, kind of worked out like I think the Steelers' season might work out. Okay. It was really crappy this morning outside. Yeah, yeah. And it's gotten nicer as the, as things went on here. Second and half now is it's, better. Now it's a beautiful day. Yeah, it's great out right now. Yeah, um, so I, I see what you're saying there with the season. You I see mean, that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure this week is when it turns all bright not and Not quite. This is but... about, <laughs> this week is probably about 10 o'clock this morning. Okay. The, the darkest. <laughs> Could be. I mean, the, I, I'm not writing them off. I mean, they have a chance to win the game, of course. It's just a really stiff task. And this is an excellent team in their building coming yeah. off a, a, a bye. They're, the Eagles are in really good shape. Yeah, somewhere you've never won before. Right, right, right. Regardless of venue. The Steelers haven't won in Philadelphia since 1965. I said mid-60s, isn't 1965. It? Right. I was shocked when you said you've never seen a win there, and that was well before your time. Even. Even, I, mean, I don't even, can't even remember preseason wins there. It's like, hmm. it's just Never ugly. good. It always goes badly uh, for whatever reason. Uh, one thing that's not going so badly, Matt, is the Steelers' injury report. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, today... Um, Akella Weatherspoon, another full participation. Good, good, good. Montrevious Adams back at practice, a full participant. Steven Sims, a full participant. Oh, wow. uh, Pat Fryermuth, a back in practice, a full participant. Uh, they did, did rest Fryermuth, him. Yes, did Fryermuth? He was limited yesterday. Okay, I, I missed that, I guess. Yeah, okay. that was with an ankle. Uh, Cam Hayward got the day off today. That was a, a veteran day of rest. Uh, Ogan Joby and... Um, that's you. Uh, Levi Wallace were the only DMPs. Uh, Josh Jackson got a limited. Okay. Um, I expect Ogan Joby to play. We'll yeah. see still about about Wallace. You think Wallace is up in the air? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know they may just want to rest that shoulder with with Witherspoon back this week. Mm-hmm. I'd say Spoon. And you've back been happy with the way some of the other guys have been playing. Pierre in particular. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think Pierre's so stock is really. You don't rush him back. Let him let him get the shoulder completely healthy, and that would make some sense. Yeah. Especially with the bye looming. Yeah. You know, if you ding that thing again, you know. So that would make some sense. So basically, the Wallace is the only guy. Yeah. So does Watt go on the injury report? No, he's not been activated. Oh, yet right, right, right. Okay, the, that was yeah. a dumb question. I knew that. Same yeah. thing with Demonte KZ. Right, right, right. But you can 
right before the game. But they could, yeah, they could they could make that move Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to do, I think, twenty four hours before the game is when you have to okay. declare those guys active or inactive. Which means you got to take someone off the roster. Though, I've too. been told by a little bird. He actually, KZ said it yesterday that uh, he has been told he's going to be activated. Good. I was expecting him, and I was wishy washy about what. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we shall see. Um, sometimes it gets hard to hold those guys back, and so you, if you're Mike Tomlin, you don't even have them start practicing until you're ready to mm-hmm. to bring him back because well, maybe that's what's he's going to push to play. Yeah, I'm sure, <laughs> especially Watt, and it sounds like he's been doing as much as he possibly can on the side, and you know some of these guys don't have that ability. Um, could it hurt to dress him? Yeah, I mean, if you put him on a pitch cage, you say, hey, we're going to put you out there when any on any third and longs. Yeah, I mean, as long as your team doctor says it's okay. I mean, yeah, right. You don't just, you know, it's still torn. We're going to throw you out there. Yeah, I mean, it was September 11th uh, that that he injured. Okay, and we thought it would be like four 11th, to six right? at that yeah. point, right? Um, or six to eight. Let's I think people were saying six to eight. Um, so now you're at, let's see, you're six. about six. I mean, today's the 26th, 27th. So yeah, so one, two, three, six weeks, a little over six weeks. Four, five, six. Game day will be seven, seven weeks. Yes, yeah, so game day will be seven weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's on schedule. Right. I mean, I guess the bye week ha- hanging there is a factor, though. Yeah. You know. I right. understand I understand if they don't mm-hmm. want to rush it at the same time, you'd like to have T.J. Watt back. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the numbers. And the pitch counts are fun or, or fine, but then you get tempted in the second half. Yeah, and right. T.J. sweaty and you're like, I'm fine. I'm ready coach. to go. I'm right, ready right. to go. And, All yeah. right. Get in there. You know, like you roll telling your out. kid no, you know. Yeah. Um, so we'll see uh, what happens with that. Uh, but this is a team the Steelers could certainly use oh, yeah. a T.J. Watt against. Um, they're, I, we talked to, uh, to Terrell Austin today, and I noted okay. to him, I said, you know, you guys haven't blitzed as much. Right. As even last year. Last year they blitzed 24.9% of the time, which was down from 40% in 2020. It's been two years since Blitzburg. Yeah. Were, you know, you know, you know, this year they're blitzing even less, and they're not getting to the quarterback. Right, right. Because they don't have T.J. Watt. You know, if you have Watt there, mm-hmm. then you can get there with four. Uh, but they're, you know, three games this season already without Watt. Yeah. They've not gotten to the quarterback. I know. And you mentioned that yesterday. I do think that's noteworthy. I mean, one blitz against Brady. I don't know how many there were last week, but it was low. You know what I mean? Uh, Austin said they blitzed a couple times early and the ball got out so quickly because of the RPOs, they mm-hmm. just said, okay, we're not going to do that You're anymore. You're wasting a guy. Yeah. You know, so that, that was kind of my point is I understand that the pressure hasn't been there, the quarterback hits, and that I'm not forgiving that. That's a, yeah. I mean, that's a problem. Don't get me wrong. But part of it was how they schemed things up. And I referenced the uh, Eye in the Sky podcast. It's kind of like what we do here, but the Eagles have one. Fran Duffy does it, and I was on today, but Greg Ours Garcell better, was on yesterday. That's just, yeah. Well, we're better, yeah. <laughs> They're on the wrong side of the state. But uh, – what Greg was saying about the Steeler pass rushes, he's like, yeah, they're definitely missing Watt, of course, you know. But he said they've done a really good job influencing quarterbacks with their coverage, you know. Yeah. You know, making Brady pat the ball one extra turn or screwing up the See, I thought they the really affected Brady. They got to him twice. Right. But they moved him off his spot a bunch of times. Yeah, and, and his eyes would drop. Yeah. He'd pat the ball one extra time. or you know, his feet don't, He's such a timing and rhythm guy, and so is Tua, to be honest. With yeah. you. Hertz isn't as much trying to be, and he's getting that way. But if you can just make him hold the ball for that extra split second because of your coverage, that, that doesn't do the same thing. Yeah. But it's, it, it, that's how they're scheming it. One thing that Austin said that, you know, 
a reason why they he says like look we you know we've been missing guys on the back end mm-hmm. we don't want to blitz a lot and put those guys on the back on the back end at more risk because yeah. you know you're you're missing guys yeah. so I get it and you're playing these RPO teams these teams that like a Brady like a Tua that want to get the ball out quickly mm-hmm. it's the same thing with Hurts and those receivers I mean yeah. Godwin Evans Hill Waddle pretty darn good group I mean not that this crew coming in isn't um, but especially last week. Those guys are so terrifying with the ball in their hands. Without a doubt. That they just changed the game. You know? yeah. I mean, Evans isn't going to beat you on a 70-yard catch. You want as many guys, you know, if you can get seven guys on the back end mm-hmm. uh, and it helps you get those guys on tackle the catch. Right. They've done that very well. Yeah. I mean, they have not generated pressure. But the last two matchups, a lot of it to me is ball coming out quick and not blitzing. You know, I mean, so it, it's – not as massive as a problem as I think people are making it out to be. It's still far from ideal in terms of the pass rush. One thing is interesting to note here with uh, with Jalen Hurts, Matt. I was looking up some different stats today. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't work this into my story. We mentioned yesterday how he's getting rid of the ball, average 2.7 seconds. Yeah, which is down from like 3-0 yeah. last year. Okay. Yeah. So when he – this is according to Pro Football Reference – when he gets rid of the football in 2.5 seconds or less, okay. he's 91 of 121. That's 75.2% mm-hmm. you know, completion percentage. Uh, 965 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. Get a passer rating of 105.6. When he, when he holds it 2.5 seconds or more, twenty-four or 25 of 54, that's a 46.3% completion percentage. 495 yards, so uh, there are some plays there. Uh, two touchdowns, one interception, an 83.5 mm-hmm. passer rating. Well, interesting. I, I was going to ask you about Blitz, but this might be even a better conversation because as a passer, he's a work in progress, and he's progressing very fast. And, yeah. and, you know, and he's, he's come a long t- way. I, I didn't think he was an NFL starting quarterback as a passer and ever would get there, and I was wrong. Um Obviously, those numbers, not that they're skewed or don't mean anything, but some of the, I mean, if you throw a screen or if you throw a, a bubble, right. you're going to complete them a lot more than a longer yeah. developing play. Of course, I mean, the completion percentages aren't going to compete with one another, and you're going to get more yardage the longer you hold it, probably. But I do think making him process, whether that's blitz or holding the football, and his blitz numbers are much worse than non, but I might even rush three. You know what I mean? Like drop guys into the passing right. short passing lanes, Make things them of that pass nature. The football again, yeah. or hold the ball a little longer, and you know, again, tackle the catch. Or I would even do some delayed rushes where, yeah, you know, I, I, I do that immediately. Drop, you know, maybe you drop an end into the into a passing mm-hmm. lane, but then you blitz, you know, delayed blitz of a linebacker yeah. up the middle, things yeah. of that nature. Uh, it's, yeah, I mean, I, I think so too. That I, I want him processing more, like. Brady, you don't want processing. Right. <laughs> you know, you want to hit and you don't want to get the ball out of his hands. But I think I want him thinking about things a little longer, getting later into the down, no matter how you do that. Right. You know, the other thing about it is everybody talked about, well, he's, you know, a lot of RPOs, RPOs, RPOs. That's been the hot topic this week. Mm-hmm. This, according to Pro Football Reference, you know how many RPO passes Jalen Hurts has thrown this I bet season? not very many. I mean, just watching their offense. He's thrown 31. Okay, that's probably low. He's 21 of 31. Uh, he has a passer rating of 129.6. He has thrown three of his touchdown passes off of RPOs. Has he? Uh, non-RPOs, um, the completion percentage obviously isn't as good. 
three touch uh, three touchdowns. Both of his interceptions have come in those okay. situations. Ninety two point one in all uh, thirteen of the fifteen sacks have come have come on non RPO. Okay. So if you can get them out of those kind of things. Yeah, right, right, right. Probably need to play close to the line of scrimmage, though. I mean, like, a couple things I don't have a great answer for because they're a really good team is do I want to blitz him a lot? If Watt's in there, I think the answer is no. If he isn't, I'm not sure. I I think I want to vary things. Do I want to play press man coverage against those receivers with single high, you know, and disrupt them that way? Or am I just playing off and doing what's working and tackle the catch? Tackle the catch, yeah. I'm I'm kind of torn on. Where that do you layer it? Do you you know okay, just, um, you know one time you 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 play tight on the you know or press on the right side, mm-hmm. and the next time you play it's tight on the left side. Make him process his line of scrimmage where he wants to go with the football quickly. I, I would imagine that's going to be part of it because they have really varied things well. You yeah, know? I mean I, I think that they're not going to be very static. That's the thing. It's it's very much to me what they've done last week and even against Brady. Um, if you ever watched the Star Trek and Next Generation stuff, which I did, um, <laughs> when they're fighting the Borg. Okay. And for a while, like the first three Nerd or four alert. times they use their yeah, – this from, <laughs> from the stats guy. The first three or four times they use their phasers against the Borg, okay. they work. But then the Borg figure it out, the, the modulation of it, and then they get a, a little – Force field, oh, in front okay, of them. Okay, so okay. they have shield, to keep okay. changing the modulations on their phasers, so the board can't can't I lock see, in on I what see. they're doing. So okay. this being the same thing here, you're kind of fighting the Borg in this situation. I think you're right, keep and it, you got to try to mix. mix it up on the back end. Well, which brings me to, I think, a, an advantage is might be a strong word, but the KZ effect is big here. Yeah, you know, like if they can get him back. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying it's a slam dunk, but. You can allow Edmonds to creep into the line of scrimmage or play man versus Goddard, which he's good at. Or Minka and KZ as your deep two on third and eight is better than Edmonds and in, in Minka or back there. Minka down in or the... Or Minka does Troy stuff. Yeah, down in... You know, put, just whatever. put him in the middle of the field and say, read the quarterback's eyes and... Yeah, make plays. Know. Yeah. <laughs> be, be Troy, you know what I mean? Like that type of thing. Because we, we were so excited about it before the season of three... Legit safeties, and Norwood's a good player too. I yeah. mean, he gets kind of thrown to the bus here. That's not what I'm going for, but KZ's he doesn't have that experience that KZ yeah. brings to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But I would expect three safeties to be on the field a lot against this team if KZ can go. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think you're going to see that three linebacker package with Spillane and Bush and Jack anymore either. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Your hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet.
And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Boy, KG, better get back soon. <laughs> Not that it's been awful when the times, no. but I, I just don't love it. I, I have a hard time with Spillane, to be honest with you, and I make no mistake about it. I do understand that they're really looking for a Watt replacement, and he's walked down on the line of scrimmage in that spot, and he's the dime backer. It's just, if you would have watched every training camp practice, <laughs> I mean, he just can't, it's hard to get that out of my mind. No, I, I hear you on that one. Um, so this offense is, you know, I, I did a, a thing for the Steelers today and um, a video, and one yeah. of the questions was, well, they just played a uh, an RPO-heavy offense. Can they, you know, learn from what they did there? Miami's much RPO-heavier than Philly. Way more. Yeah. I'm just I'm calling they're, up. They're based on it. I mean, Tua's RPOs Tua's great here. at it. He was great at it at Bama um, just because he's such a sharp decision maker. There's a misnomer. I mean, just because you're a good running quarterback doesn't mean you're an RPO guy. Yeah, you know? I mean they had Ben running RPOs last year. Tons. There's no Brady runs. There's no run in the, in the RPO with the run run in RPO is either handed off. Right. Or you, or there's no there's no quarterback guy. potentially right. keeping it. I mean, what they do is they run option. You know, where they're going to keep yeah. a, a defensive end unblocked, and Hertz is either is going to put it in that guy's belly and either pull it out and run himself, or he's going to. I mean, that's option. That's not RPO. People get get those mixed up. Are you spying to in this or spying Hurst in this game? Especially with three safeties. I mean, Bush and Jack and those guys can run with them, but I almost feel like it could be a bit of a waste. Um, if I'm playing man coverage, I think you have to have someone in the middle of the field. Yeah, you know, if you're playing zone, not as much. Yeah, you know? but so. you do have to be cognizant of your rush lanes. Very much so. Very much so. Very much so. And they've been good about that. I mean. A disciplined pass rush plan is important here. And that's also a little bit of the reason, again, I'm not making excuses for them, that the pass rush hasn't been as good. You know, they're a little more, you know, I think they wanted to keep some of these guys in the pocket. But, um, and I think it'll be a, a key to this game as well. I don't, maybe I'm selling them short, but I don't look at Hertz as a Josh Allen Mahomes improv guy. No. You know what I no, mean? No, he's like, not that. You really want to keep them in the pocket, and they hurt you either way. But I don't think of Hurts like seven seconds into the play, running around, you know, like Ben yeah. used to. As we just said, right. stated, that's not his forte. No, no. No, that's I not. Mean, he's a good runner. The longer but, the play goes, the worse he exactly, is. Exactly, exactly. I yeah. think you want him holding the football as long as he yeah. can behind the line of scrimmage, no matter how you get there. One other thing here that's kind of surprising to me, Matt, on third downs, Philadelphia is not great. No, they're not. It's weird. They're not great in the second half. They take the ball away. They take the, the takeaway thing. Yeah, the, the, that's the, the huge. Por- that's the huge part of it. You saw the stat packet I sent you. Too. Yeah, like the second quarter is ridiculous, but the second half isn't, and it's not because they're winning by fifty. Right, and they if just you can the- weather the storm in the second quarter, <laughs> yeah. Which I looked, by the way, last night. I almost, I almost looked, like. I wonder if their turnover differential was in the second. Quarter. It must be a bunch. It must be like plus two. Yeah, but I was looking uh, for my guarantees this week, mm-hmm. and the uh, on on uh, DraftKings, the Eagles minus three in the second quarter was one of the. Uh, oh really? Yeah. Okay. Like, oh, I I couldn't bring myself to make that one of my guarantees, <laughs> but um, yeah, they're uh, defensively, they give up five yards a rush. Yeah. They allow forty four point six conversion rate on third downs. Yeah, it's not great. You know. Which is 29th in yeah, the league. Exactly. 
Um, the only thing that they're really good at is is shutting down outside receivers. Yeah. The two cornerbacks have played well. Very. Um, you know, and they, their pass rush is the pass rush is but good. It's not like they're at the top of the league in sacks. Right. But they're, I mean, the players are good. Um, I don't know what to do about the run game either. Like, it, it, the Steelers aren't the best running team in the league. But if you're the Browns or whoever, and you are a really good run team facing these guys. I would think the whole game plan would be run like run, crazy. run, 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 yeah. run, and they face the they face the fewest rushes in the league. And again, they are winning late in games, but they're not blowing people out by twenty and people just stop running. I mean, five yards a rush, you would think run, run, run. And I mean, I'm not sure that's the Steeler formula, but I'm surprised they face the fewest rushes in the league. Yeah, here are the scores right. of their games. So they beat Detroit 38-35 in the opener. They beat Minnesota twenty-four to seven. That game wasn't. Competitive. No, no. Uh, they then beat Washington twenty-four to eight. They beat Jacksonville twenty-nine twenty-one. That was in a swamp, though. Yeah, they beat Arizona twenty to seventeen. They beat Dallas twenty-six seventeen. Okay, so they're not blowing people out. No, I mean they're winning every game. They're this really, is really not good. like Buffalo at home, right? Has just destroyed people, right? Like I bet nobody runs the ball against Buffalo in the fourth quarter all year. Yeah, there's probably like ten rushing attempts. I mean, they've they've had one, you know, even at home, one real blowout. Mm-hmm. I I just don't know, like the like the the line on this one's ten and a half. Yeah, I mean, they're not beating many teams by ten yeah. and a half. I mean, they're even their scores: thirty-eight, twenty-four, twenty-four, twenty-nine, twenty, twenty-six. Mm-hmm. And that thirty-eight was against Detroit, which might have the worst defense in the league. Right, 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 absolutely. So it's, I mean, some of that they had four hundred fifty-five yards of offense in that game. They had 486 against Minnesota, mm-hmm. but the last few weeks it's been 400, 401, 357, 268 against Dallas. Now, Dallas has a really that good defense. A really good defense, right. Um, so they're somewhere in the middle Yeah, there. And, I don't think I keep, this is a super explosive offense. No, I, I agree with you. It's a great team. I mean, we're not selling them. They're solid. All, the offensive yeah. line's really good. The defensive line's yeah. good. But there are a couple little things that don't quite add up. Yeah. You know, like and the, the turnovers skew a lot of that stuff. It does. It really does. I mean, they'd have to watch every game, play after play, and figure out the game scripts. But, like, A.J. Brown has very few catches in the second halves of games. Same with Goddard, you know. And, yeah. And it's not like they're just running down people's throats. And it's a little odd with that, you know, trying to figure out why. Like, Jacksonville turned the ball over five times. They lost yeah. the turnover battle five to one. Yeah. Jacksonville was winning that game in the, in the second half. Right. Lawrence just kept dropping the ball. Yeah. It was wet. I mean, they were just and they ended up winning it by fumbles. eight points in a game that they lost a turnover battle 20 or 5 to 1. Yeah. No, they uh, won the turnover battle 5 to 1. I'm saying Jacksonville yeah. oh, lost Jackson. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, again, I, I think they're really good. Um, there are some odd anomalies, though, for their season. And I keep coming back to this blitz thing. First two weeks or first three weeks, nobody blitzed them. You know, yeah. and that's the running quarterbacks don't get blitzed. I keep comparing it to Lamar, but every week since, higher percentage of blitz, higher percentage of blitz, yeah. because they're not really handling it, and the offense might be a little susceptible. But what do you think they did all bye week? Probably handled blitz stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know? doesn't mean you got good at it though. No, not at all. You know, that that's I would I would try it out. I would I would at least go yeah, after them right, a couple right, right. times. Yeah. I mean, because you got to think about it. If you're a really good running quarterback, you probably haven't been blitzed very much in your career because right. people are petrified. And most blitzes, at least historically, are man coverage behind it. So it's just a fear thing. So, you know, Lamar didn't deal with blitz until last year all that much, you know, and then he got good at it, you know. So, uh, and Hertz is further behind in his development than a guy like Lamar, you know. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Steelers have dialed up. Mm-hmm. 
uh, for this uh, Philadelphia Eagles team. You got to leave it, you know, everything in the uh, everything that you got. I say, yeah, shoot all your bullets. Yeah, there's no reason to hold anything back. And if that means a fake punt or a surprise on side or whatever, you know, go for it. Yeah, now's the time. You can subscribe now to the Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Every episode we do is available for you to download. You can subscribe today through the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you find your podcasts. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 